Welcome, Gassers, to this Gas Gas Scout Report episode for Saturday's game against Accrington at the Wham Stadium, where unfortunately drinks are not free. I'm your host, Tom Metcalf, and I'm pleased to say that I'm joined by Josh from the Raw Milk Zine. Zine? I'm not sure what the proper pronunciation is there. Uh, I think we'll go with Fan Zine. So I think Fanzine. Zine is, yeah, the best thing to do. Cool. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, both teams played last night. Rovers won ugly against Shrewsbury with Brandon Hanlon scoring the only goal in that game at Gay Meadow. Accrington also won 1-0 against Joey Barton's Fleetwood Town at the Wham. Barton came out in the press after and said, I'd rather lose playing like us than win playing like them. Uh, Josh, why why has he come out and slammed you that hard? Uh, yeah, that was a bit surprising. Um, I don't... <sighs> That's football, isn't it? I guess that when when you lose a game, you're always a little bit tender. But um, listening to our interviews, I think there's a lot of respect between sort of our our backroom staff and their backroom staff. The the both both sets like our our managers from Liverpool. He's from Liverpool, isn't he? So I think they move in the same circles. So I, I was a little bit surprised to hear him sort of come out and say that, but. He had just lost the game and to be fair, watching the game, they were a lot better than us and we were a little bit lucky to even come out with the win. Uh, even to come out with a point, I think we'd have, took, we've, we'd have taken it. So, you know, Joey, he's been at the top level of the uh, top level of the game, so he's a sore loser. But I don't know, I think I'd rather win than take the moral high ground, I think. Yeah, and uh, I kind of feel like Joey Barton's not one to be trying to take the moral high ground generally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, you've had a, a great start to the season. Um, what have the performances been like so far? How have you found it? It's been a strange one. I think it's always a weird one for me where I'm, I'm always the ultimate pessimist with Stanley and I always sort of think it's sod's law. And I, before the season, I looked around and thought to myself, well... Teams that are going to be in, in around us, like Wimbledon, teams like MK Dons, uh, they, they added really well in the summer. And I always think that we're going to be up against it. But judging by the performances so far, we have a really young team and we've got a lot of lawnies in and a lot of new faces that are sort of new to this level. But to be fair, they, they've done really well and we've won sort of four games so far. And I think it, I think in League One there's always a thing where teams teams always have a habit of surprising you and always bringing out results from nowhere. And I think it's really positive to see a young Stanley team against the odds sort of pulling out results so far. So long may it continue. Yeah, um, you've been playing what looks like a five-three-two, a uh, three-five-two. Sorry, I've written that down wrong. Um, how is how what kind of like what's the style is it still quite uh whenever i think of aki i think of um kind of a bit more long ball kind of quite direct is it is it still a lot of that yeah and i think i think management has been over the last few years i, I think we've tried to fool ourselves into thinking that we're a free flowing uh, football tiki taka side but yeah, judging from the games that we've won so far, I think the goals have come from long balls in. Sort of, uh, we've played three at the back. I think it's opened us up more to sort of trying to pass out from the back, but at the same time, 
teams at this level, you'll know for yourself, that push you up the field. So I think that the three sort of centre-backs have been key into playing long balls forward, nicking off heads here and there. And I think that we've got a lot of success so far from balls headed on and things like that. So, yeah, it, it has been sort of long ball football. Uh, I think some sort of purist fans would tell you that it has been otherwise, but it has it has been long ball football so far, yeah. What um what kind of teams have you come up against where that's kind of come unstuck? What the kind of how how have teams managed to counter that? So I think mm, that's a tough one, isn't it? I think, like I say, I mean, I d- I don't know how, how how you lot feel about this, but I f- I do feel that sort of even when we were in League Two and coming up into League One, this is our third season now. I feel like if you've got some quality in your team it goes a long way at this level and where we've come unstuck has probably been probably against uh, Oxford United beat us 4-1 at home away at Ipswich um, and we got beat away at Burton as well which I think is their only league win so far so I think if, if, if you hold a little bit of quality and it might just be taking your chances here and there I do think that we have got a mistake in us and I think that if teams can sort of take advantage of that and grab a goal here and there, that's where probably you'd get your most luck against us. I think it is just that case of if you've got quality, sort of get on top of it and you will find luck against us, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the kind of hallmarks of Ben Garner's um, kind of coaching this season has been kind of trying to push on and press high as possible and try and force um, force opposition defend or try and win the ball up as high along up the pitch as you can. Um, and one of the revelations he's brought in over the summer has been Zane Westbrook from Coventry, and he is real quality on the ball. Um, so I mean that all sounds for me exciting. It sounds like um, it'll be a good game because yeah, our game against Shrewsbury last night was um, short on quality, very exciting. Neither team could really hold the ball, but it was very, very good to watch. Um, I had a quick look at who scored for your top performers. Um, a lot of them were the centre-backs, and actually I wanted to ask you about Ross Sykes. Um, 21, seems like he's absolutely bossing it. Yeah, the, Ross is sort of in his... He came out of nowhere, really. He's he's an academy graduate, sort of... He's from Burnley, so he's, he's sort of a local lad. Um... And he has sort of forced himself into just being a first first team regular out of nowhere, really, just from being sort of two years ago. I do feel sorry for him at times because I feel like he, just judging from like I follow this season in the away games, I think he's judged sort of by away commentators as being a big intimidating centre-back and who bosses the ball and, and sort of uh, can play out from the back. And I feel like there is a lot of pressure on his young shoulders and from my point of view, he's only a young player. He's had sort of two seasons in the, in the first team now. And yeah, do you know what? I I do feel like he's a good enough player to sort of kick on, but at the same time for someone his age to be carrying a defense now, especially in a new shape, especially in a division that we're not too sort of familiar with, not too confident with, it is a lot of pressure and added that 
with the fact that we've added new faces into that back line this year. That's not really something that he's ever had to deal with before. And it may be something that in the next couple of months, we may have to see some sort of character from him because it feels like up to now, he's been a first te- the first name on the team sheet. And now we've got more than sort of five defenders that could play in his role. And this might be the making or breaking of him. And obviously we hope that it's the making of him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other kind of player that st- stood out from the stats was your right winger, Joe Pritchard. Two goals and an assist from, from right wing isn't a really a bad, bad, res- bad return for, what, seven games in? Yeah, exactly. And again, you know, Joe, Joe was with us last year and he sort of filled in for the loss of Jordan Clark, who's gone to Luton. Um, and it, it is that old adage for Accrington players of you sort of take your chances when they come to you. And he's had to fill in on that right-hand side. We've also had um, Sean McConville made his first appearance last night in 10 months. He got injured on New Year's Day. So Joe's sort of been flung in. And with the loss of Clark and McConville, who have been two of our most consistent and decent performers over the last four years, Joe has had to sort of step up. And he's done that really well so far. So... Again, like I say, I'm, I'm the ultimate pessimist, but he's done well so far. So, so there's nothing telling me that he can't continue that form. Yeah, um, I mean, with your most pessimistic uh, head on, could I um, get your prediction for, for Saturday's game? Yeah, Oh, so my, my ultimate pessimist for your listeners would be any team could come to Accrington and get a result that is what I would say but any team could also come to Accrington and be played off the park so right now as my Stanley fan uh, the ultimate Stanley fan I would say that I think with the start that we've made and the home form that we've got we've won two two in a row at home I'd say let's go for and as well added I did a bit of research this week and you've never actually beaten us at home yet in the time in the football league. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't be surprised. Accrington isn't a happy hunting ground for us at all. Yeah, not a happy hunting ground, but you do have the uh, ultimate bragging rights of that last day in League Two. A few <laughs> years. So, um, I'd say let's carry on that form. I'll go two-one home win. Two-one home win. Um, for myself, I predicted a one-nil win. Uh, last night and I got it right I, I, so I'm going to stick with that I think a one niller um, on the on the last on that obviously that game um, where we pitched you to third I'm assuming you were there oh yeah what was it like um, probably the worst day I've ever had watching football to be fair um, We so Accrington have got a bit of a we do have a bit of a rivalry with Stevenage, sort of going back to the non-league days. Um, so I added that it was against them. It was even worse. I, it, it football is 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 so romantic, and and that season was before we had sort of the investment of Andy Hull and the security financially. And it was the last season that it was sort of us against the world to an extent, and. 
up until that game, we were the only team in the football league to score every single game at home. And going into that game, it was just it was just a massive party, and it felt like it was just gonna it was it was just gonna be the perfect ending, the fairy tale ending. And it obviously it just didn't turn out that way. It was, yeah. I've I've never watched the result back. I've never watched the highlights back. Should I say from that day? It was um, supporting Accrington. I've I think I've only ever seen two full sellouts. And one was in the conference and one was that day. And to not get that result was... I can still picture my friend turning around to me and saying, Bristol have scored. Anyway, I can still I can still picture that in my mind. And it... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All yeah, my I, dreams. I can... Yeah, I can fully, fully sympathise. I have gone back. I've watched the highlights from your game, um, pretty much all the games that were... We're in that kind of, and that makes it worse, window. doesn't it? We how many times we hit the bar from two yards oh, out? Unbelievable, oh. unbelievable! Yeah, that scandalous, absolutely gutting. Yeah, I, I, I do feel for you, um, absolutely. Um, but I, that's what I mean. It, it worked out for the better in the long term. Two years later, we sort of went on to win the league. So I guess you can't look back at it. But I still say that was that was the best year I've ever had watching Accrington, just from a fan's point of view the football that we played um the the year that we won the league was we sort of grinded results out and knew how to win but that year was just out of nowhere it was fantastic we were getting results when we shouldn't have been getting results and yeah it, it was like the ultimate uh, greek tragedy i guess that ending but yeah i don't know i i guess it uh, whatever kills you makes you stronger doesn't it <laughs> Exactly. I mean, yeah, that's the thing that we always tell ourselves when we went down to down to the conference, and then we just shot back to back promotions and all that kind of stuff, and puts in good stead now. Um, coming back to this season, uh, you are currently sat in seventh after seven games. Uh, Rovers are in tenth. Um, where do you think you'll kind of end up this season, and what would a successful season look like for Accrington? Uh, it sounds strange, but Honestly, I think I think ninety nine percent of true Accrington fans would say that a successful season for us in League One is just staying in the division. Um, added to the insecurity of COVID and everything that surrounds that, I feel like just at this point in time, it's just good for us to sort of have that security of staying in the league. Um, for a town like Accrington, being in even League One, as opposed to League Two, brings its benefits even for the town financially. And I feel like after everything that has gone on this year in 2020, I feel like staying in the division and sort of hopefully welcoming mass amounts of fans back next year, it'll be good for the town, it'll be good for the club. So I'd take 20th now. Um, if Again, though, we do have a habit of sort of surprising people so I know there's only seven games gone but we are in 10th uh, 7th if we carry on winning who knows but yeah I'd take 20th now mm, fair enough short. yeah yeah um, well I think that's pretty much all we've got time for um, thank you very much for your time Josh 
Um, and thank you to Gasheads for listening. Um, an extra special thanks to everyone who has left us reviews on iTunes. Um, we get email alerts, so we read every single one, and it does make a huge difference to us on the algorithms and all that kind of stuff. Um, all that's left for me to say is up the gas. Up the gas. <laughs> <laughs>